I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry. I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And today I am talking to you about planning your time, the source of so much anxiety, (laughs) figuring out how to do all the things and how do we spend our time and not feeling good about it at the end of the day and not even knowing what we got done. So we're going to put an end to that. And today I'm going to go over three steps to have the foundation of how to plan your day, how to feel better about how you spend your time to realize where it's all going right now and how to change it and how to make it work for you. So let's dive in and Stop living in chaos and get a little more time and more peace. Hello, today we are talking about time, our most precious commodity that we never have enough of, right? This is one of the things that I've realized causes me the most stress. Like, I get so frustrated and annoyed if I feel like I've wasted my time. Like, I want to be efficient. And if I'm, like, taking too long to do something or whatever, like, it just stresses me out and makes me angry. (laughs) Um, So I feel like I'm not alone. It looks different for everyone and how time affects us. But it's always a source of stress in one way or another. And I want to speak to that today and give you some insight in how to have more peace and not be so frantic if your day feels chaotic without any real direction and you spend most of your time trying to decide what you should do next. Especially, you know, when you get those like 10 minutes of like free mom time, you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? Like, Should I try and do some dishes? Do I like put clothes away? Do I read a book? Or I don't know, what do I do at this time? And you end up just scrolling your phone. Uh, Like whatever it is, it's just, it's always this pressure of like, okay, what do I do with this time? And (laughs) shocker, it doesn't have to be that way. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, Don't be scared of making plans. Like plants aren't written in stone. Like the beauty of them is that you can easily change them and like rearrange things when you need to. And I think that's like a myth of like, oh, if I plan things out and have a routine, then I have to go exactly by that. And what if something takes longer and everything's like, ah, that's so stressful. That's, that's not necessarily how to view the plans. Like If something needs to change, you have the flexibility to be like, okay, I'll just rearrange and do that later in the day, or maybe that gets bumped to tomorrow. Like, and we're going to talk about how not to over plan your day, but don't feel like by making a plan, you're setting yourself up for like this rigid routine. It's actually the opposite. It just gives you options where you're not having to think about them constantly of like, oh, what do I do? I have to make a decision. What do I do with my time? Making a plan 
is not a trap. It's quite the opposite. What traps you is indecision. I'm going to say that again. Making plans does not trap you. Your indecision is what traps you. That is where you stay stuck in the vicious loop of not knowing what to do. And that's where the stress grows and the anxiety grows is in the indecision when you're vacillating on what you should or shouldn't be doing. And what we have to do is take out some of those decisions and just make it easier. Like you already have a decision map lined out. You have choices. And we're going to talk about that more in a minute, but It's just, I don't want you to feel like making plans is the enemy because sometimes I think some people do. And if you're here, I'm going to say you're probably more of a planner, but even if so, there's kind of ranges in how we fall in that. And I doubt any of you are like my husband. He is completely averse to any plans. Like don't even, don't even talk about plans. Like what are, what are your plans to do? this weekend or tomorrow. And maybe you'll get a few things, but there's no like concrete, like this is in the morning, this is in the afternoon or whatever. Like, no, no, no. It is however I wake up and feel that day, whatever I feel like doing right then is what I'm going to do. And that is like so foreign to me, you guys. This is such a source of struggle. So when you're making these plans, Sometimes you have to breathe and realize not everyone is the same way. Um, so give others grace and yourself grace. And this is where some of this flexibility to change plans is helpful. Um, when you are working with others, because it's not always, we're not planning for just us. It's for us and our kids and our spouse, like our whole family a lot of times. So I'm just throwing that example in to be like, there may be some roadblocks and I feel your pain because this is a super struggle. I love my husband, but as a planner, this is like a serious pain point sometimes of frustration Um, and to like plan things in the right order. So (laughs) just putting out there lots of grace for all the things, but plans have your back because they give you the options and the decisions already made. Okay. Little tirade there over. So let's get into it with the practical approach of how do you plan your day? How do we do this? When you're sitting here thinking about your day and you're like, I don't know, it's just one big chaotic mess of doing the same things over and over again. Like, let's just step back and go big picture for a minute. So I'm going to take you through three steps here. You got this. All right. Step one. Before we can start planning, we have to remove what shouldn't be there. It's just like decluttering. We can't organize and make sense of what we have when there's too much stuff in the way. So when it comes to your time, what's in the way? That's what we're going to think about first. What is in the way taking up your time? So I want you to think about like, what are all the things you have to do? This is what's going to start popping in your head of, all right, what do I do every day? What are all the things? And are there tasks you're doing that you don't absolutely have to be the one to do? Now, this is a hard one. 
a lot of us tend to have control issues. I got a little of that myself. (laughs) And if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself type of thing. That is not true. Busting that myth. Um, I will have to find, I heard um, someone else explaining the, on another podcast I was listening to, the importance of like allowing other people, they're never going to learn and improve their skills of doing these tasks if they don't get the chance. We never start doing something the most efficient way possible. We do it over time and improve and improve. You have to give others that same opportunity and you have to show them. You can't expect your kids to put their clothes away the way you want them to if you don't show them. And it's going to take more than one time and you have to figure out what works for them and how to teach them. So just a side note, like when you're like, nope, everything I do, I absolutely have to be the one to do. Really? Do you? I want you to think about it and think hard. Are there things that you can delegate and release some expectations and maybe spend a little time in teaching so that you are buying yourself time back by letting others step in? So I really want you to sit with this and not just immediately be like, nope, I don't have anything I can take off my personal load because I don't think that's true if you're willing to let go of some control there. A little tough love here. Okay, another option to consider when trying to get rid of excess, have you said yes to things you shouldn't? Have you said yes to too many things? Helping out on all these extra projects, like trying to be the amazing mom and doing all the PTA classroom church activity, family things, like maybe you're putting too much on your plate. Even if you want to, even if you enjoy, when you stop and look and then you're like, ah, this is so much and I'm so stressed out because I'm doing all the things. Because it's always at the same time. Like things always fall at the same time. We know how that goes. So just be very careful what you say yes to. Um, And don't be afraid. Like if you are drowning to be like, hey, you know what? I am so sorry, but just with my load right now, I can't give what is necessary to make this project happen. Like if you have to turn back on something, that's not something we want to do. But like, it's better than you like completely losing your mind, you know? So don't be afraid to be like, you know what? I know I said yes to this. I'm so sorry. I just don't have the capacity to take on another project and give it my best. Um, So there's your permission card to do what you need to do with that. And then another thing to kind of another lens to look through, are you spending too much time on certain tasks? So that could look like a lot of different things. Um, Scrolling the phone. (laughs) Um, different things like that. Or is there a way to do it more efficient or like pair tasks together that you can get done quicker? Just kind of glance through and be like, oh, is there anything I don't really need to spend this much time on? So this is all part of step one. We are just kind of reviewing your day. I want you to think through all the elements of your day, things that you do, and kind of go through those things of, are there any tasks you can delegate that you are not the one the only one they can do. Have you said yes to too many things? And are you spending too much time 
on certain tasks. So this is step one. It's an important step. Like after you go through this, you're going to feel lighter. Like it's going to be amazing. And that may be the thought process to think through. Like, especially if you're a person who says yes to too many things, like sit here and, and mentally walk through that decision of being like, I said, no, how do you feel? about that. If you could remove some things off your plate, how does that feel? Do you feel lighter? Maybe you don't. Maybe that is really important and you should pursue, but that's a good way to approach deciding what is most important. And I love, um, in the book, essentialism, the author, uh, Greg McCown, I'm not sure I pronounced that properly. I'm sorry if I didn't. Um, He says, if it's not a clear yes, then it's a no. That's really convicting, you guys. But it's such a cool way to think about it. If someone asks you to do something and your first initial reaction is not a clear yes, then it probably should be a no. Like, sit with that for a minute. (laughs) That's tough and amazing all at the same time. Okay. Step two. So we've cleared out all the excess. So now we know what we have to work with. So let's identify what's left. What are the absolute musts in your day? What has to happen? We're going to do a little timeline here and 24 hours. That's what we get. We all get the same time, right? 24 hours, I want you to write this out. What has to happen? Sleep. It's got to happen. Write out how much sleep you are getting or should be getting in this season of your life. What is reasonable? What is healthy? I want you to literally write out, okay, these are the hours I personally sleep. What are the other things? Hopefully a shower. Meals. Eating is also important for you and for others. Whatever you are in control of, those are musts. If you work out of the home, those are predefined work hours. Or if you work at home, having a set amount of time of like, hey, I usually work maybe three hours or whatever that may be in the day, putting those in. What are the other things? Maybe exercise every day is a must to you. That goes in. Any sporting, extracurricular activities with your kids or or you, any appointments. And this is, you can do like a general timeline breakdown. And then I think it would be interesting to pick a few days of your like current week or the week coming up and kind of map this out just to get a feel. Because each day is going to be a little different if you have different appointments or sports, things like that. But as a general rule, we're writing out these things have to happen. Like that's not an option. It's like breathing. Like we have to sleep. We have to eat. If you work, you have to work. Like these are in these 24 hours. These are the must, must happen items. Okay. But now we don't do anything without a little double check. So I want you to look at these must have items in your day. And if you haven't written that down yet, pause me, pause me and go write this down. This is important. If you want to change, if you want to stay in your chaotic day of 
chaos and not feeling good about your time and all that, then you can just skip on. (laughs) But if you actually want more time and more peace and to feel better, I want you to do this step. It's important. Write out those things. It may seem silly. I want you to write it out. This is a visual that you have to see. All right, review these things. Is there anything on here that doesn't actually have to happen? Or are there too many? Like, maybe you've got multiple kids all in different sports on different days and like, independently, that all feels important and a must. But if it's too much for your family load and it's sacrificing your family relationships and your sanity and schedules and all the things, you may need to take a hard look at that. Like, you may need to divvy up different sports or like figure out carpooling figure you either find some ways to make it easier or there may have to be some sacrifice like these kids do these sports in this time of year these kids do these sports on that time of year or you get one sport you can't do more than one at a time it is just too much like there might be some hard choices here but I want you to review what you have defined as a must and make sure it is and that it's working Okay, so that was step two. Last step in just kind of getting the main elements of your day. So we've gotten rid of the excess. We've defined what's most important and written it out in our timeline here. Like the literal hours of sleep, when we eat, when we work, when we do activities. Now, there's another must that I call, I've talked about before, non-negotiables. Now you've got non-negotiables for you and this may only be, maybe it's 15 minutes of your whole day. Maybe it's 30. It depends on what your non-negotiables are. Um, Mine is time in the word in some format. Maybe that's five minutes one day and 20 minutes another day or more. Um, Exercise is another thing. So that's probably around 30 minutes plus or minus. So these are in my timeline, these must be in there. Like if I don't get them in, now there's grace, whatever. Maybe it's not every day. Maybe not. Weekends look different. But on, let's go with the weekday here, Monday through Friday. What are those things that have to happen? Like if I don't get those things in, I don't care how productive my day has been. I'm grumpy. I still, something doesn't feel right. Like I'm not happy with how I spent my time that day. Like I'm mad that I didn't get it all in. And I could have had a little bit less productive day, but if I got my non-negotiables in, I would feel better. This is the weird trick of our brains, you guys. This is the importance of self-awareness. Like, that's why you can't just pick a random routine and be like, okay, this is this is the thing. I'm going to follow this plan that I found online, and that's what I'm going to do, and it's going to work, and I'm going to feel great. Maybe not. You have to know what works for you, what's important to you, what those non-negotiables are so that you can build a day around that so that you actually are going to be happy with how you spent your time. And I want to introduce not just for non-negotiables for you, also for your family. This might not be daily. Um, Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But like maybe meal times at the dinner table is important to you. Like you want to make that a thing. Maybe it is reading books before bed. Um, Maybe it's a prayer time in the morning or reading a scripture verse together 
just that like one minute, two minute activity. It doesn't have to be long necessarily. But what are the like goals for your family? What's important to you as a family that you want to fit in your day that is or isn't happening right now, but you want it to consistently be there? Just identifying a couple of those things. Let's write that down. Um, That these are important to fit in that time of your day. And so now what you're left with is you have your timeline of all the musts in your day. Then you're going to look at that and the time, the gaps in between is where you fill in other things. Like you don't want it to be nonstop to the minute planned out. Like you need space. There needs to be um, empty area for thinking, for rest. Maybe God puts it on your heart to call someone or someone calls you. Like not to be stressed out that like, oh, I don't have time for this phone call because I have everything planned to the second. Like, no, we don't want to do that. Leave leave some empty space in there. That's okay. We're not doing to the minute planning here. This is why we're hitting all these main elements. And then you fill in those extra spaces. And if you don't see extra spaces, that's a problem. Like you are looking at this in black and white. You have written out what you have defined for you and your family must happen on a day-to-day basis. And if there's too much there, there's no rationalizing how important something is at this point. Like this must happen. Like, nope, I have to have all these things. You're looking for yourself. Like it's too much, period. Like there's no way around it. You're going to have to change something. So I'm, I'm putting that out there. Like if you are too full, you're seeing it for yourself. Like something has to give. It's not that you need to plan better. Like you just need to figure out a better plan to make it all happen. Um, hello, been there, done that. Like just the constant stress on yourself of like, I just need to figure out a better way, a better routine, and I can make this all work. If you literally have too much stuff, guys, it's too much stuff. Like end of story. Like you can't (laughs) make efficient everything so much to like cram in more than is physically possible. So this may be hard. You may do this and you've got like, oh, wow. You may find like you have way more time. You're like, where's all my time going? Because this is showing me I have a lot of time. Awesome. Or you may be in this boat where you're like, shoot, I have too much. Like, this is why I'm so stressed out. Like, I literally can't do it because you can't. (laughs) The time is literally not there. So I want you to look at this and evaluate. And from here, like, this is your core foundation. From here is where you add on other things of like, maybe you want to do a hobby or whatever it may be, or just that more quality family time or me time or more time with friends, like you can look and be like, okay, you know what? I could fit 20 minutes in. Maybe I make a habit of like, hey, with this friend, like, can we squeeze in a 20 minute call on Mondays? Because you can see you have time there. Again, with grace and flexibility, but this allows you to see what you have time for. It gives you the foundation of having a plan for your day. Like, you know, these things have to happen and you can rearrange other things around it. But you have that core plan for your time. And this is where you start building in 
your tasks for the day, like what you want to get done in that particular day. Um, Maybe it's like dishes and laundry this day. You have an errand to run that day. Like this is where you can start inserting those tasks. So when you start your day, like you already know, all right, when I have a moment of time, like here's a go-to list of the potential things I can do right now. So I'm not just running around in circles. Like you don't have to make another decision. You already have that thing, (laughs) that list there of like, okay, this is something I can do at this time. So like that's where we move into our specific tasks for each day where like the night before we make a list of a couple things we want to do the next day. That's where those things are falling in. They're falling in the gaps in between those must-haves, the meals, the shower, the work, the sports. That's where you start building out the specific um, day-to-day tasks. So for now, I want you to focus on this three-step foundation though um, to just see where your time is going. Like what, what are the absolutes in your day? And then building out from there, this is a roadmap um, that you have to go on that you can feel more confident of like, all right, I know a little bit better now of how I'm spending my time and can feel good about it. Cause that's my goal here is at the end of the day, when you like collapse down from a long day, you can feel good about how you spent your time. Not right now where you collapse and are like, Ugh, what did I even do all day? I know I did dishes and picked up toys a million times. And I think I did laundry. Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what I did with my time today. It's just gone. Now you're going to know. Like, you're going to have a plan. Like, a default to go back to. And it's so empowering to finish the day and be like, okay, I did this and this. Like, I feel good. Those are those are the three things I wanted to accomplish today and I got it done. It is night and day difference, you guys. And we'll dive into more of that um, in another episode with planning out your tasks. But you can't do that successfully if you don't have this foundation first. You can't have a chaotic mess, too much stuff in your day or not, whatever. You can't build upon a mess. (laughs) We have to have that, that foundation of, okay, you know, what's most important, and then you can add in these other things. So yeah, I want you guys to write it out and see what your day looks like on paper. And it's not a one size fits all. This is different for everyone. If it was a one size fits all routine, no one would be stressed about time. Think about it. If there was one answer, one way to do this, no mom would be stressed out about how to spend their time in the day. And as far as I can tell, that is not the case. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we're all stressed about time. So you haven't messed up. You haven't failed at motherhood and at planning. This is a custom thing to you and your family. This has to be what's important to you and fits your family. There's no like guilting into, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. They have time to do these cool family activities. Maybe that's not a fit for you in this season of life. Maybe that time block doesn't exist right now. Maybe you can make it work. Maybe you can't. Maybe you have a different priority right now. That's okay. 
Like you may have to shift priorities around, but looking at it in black and white on paper, you see what you have to work with and you can confidently build out your day that works for you in this season of life, for your family in this time frame, in this week, in this month, in this year. Like it's custom to you and it will change. This is not a one-time thing. As your kids grow older or what your spring days look like isn't necessarily going to match your summer days. Like your life looks different. Activities look different. Therefore, how you plan your day is going to look different. But you have this foundation to go off of and it's easier to modify and adjust. So I pray this helps you. I just pray God gives you insight and clarity when you're doing this to reveal things that need to change or things that need to stay and brings to your mind the priorities and like belonging of your heart as a mother and what you want that to look like, um, how to make this all happen. And this is where you start. So enjoy it. Like this is the goal is to have more time and more peace of mind. Like doing this process should leave you feeling lighter when you work through it. You may have a little panic (laughs) when you first do it. If you're like, oh no, there's too much here. I got to make some tough changes. But when you find that foundation, it's so much lighter, so much more freeing. And you feel like a boss, like you, like a mom boss, like you have figured this out for today. So I pray you get all that goodness and I would love to hear how this goes and what you found when you wrote out your time. So please let me know, like screenshot the episode, share it um, and tag me and let me know um, what those things are for you. If you had any surprises or any changes you had to make. Um, Yeah, I just love your feedback. So I hope this was helpful and yeah, get to it. Take the time. It is going to be just a complete game changer for you in your days and your peace of mind and your anxiety level and all the things. So, all right, you've got the tips. Go plan that day. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you new insights and encouragement. Now there's no like button on podcasts. So it means literally everything if you scroll down and take a moment to leave a review. And don't forget to bless your fellow moms and friends with these takeaways by sharing on social and of course tag me so I can see what's helping you. And as always, check the show notes for any helpful resources that I mention. All right, go check some boxes.